Talk That Matters, brought to you by the Salvation Army. I kind of um, grew up in a, in a bit of a Christian home. Um, Mum and dad were ministers, which means that we travelled around a lot and, and I was kind of always exposed to church and I was a bit of a nerdy kid, you know. I was the kid who was wearing the tracksuit pants up to my nipples and tucking my shirt in. That was me. So all you bullies out there, thank you very much for shaping my life. But, um, you yeah, know, I was a bit of the nerdy kid, eh? I was doing grade 12 maths and science in grade 9 and... And who knows what could have happened, but um, I was kind of didn't really always have a lot of friends. And so that, uh, I suppose, was a desire of mine, like any teenager. We'll never admit it, but every teenager's real desire is just to be cool, right? Like, and I don't know if that necessarily changes much as we get older, but we desire to have friends. We desire to be cool. So, um, yeah, when, when, when I was about 14 years old, mum and dad shipped us all up to Queensland and uh, still had that desire to be cool. And, and my, my way of doing that or my thoughts on doing that was to get involved with the bad kids, right? By the time after about probably less than three months of us being up here, I was already smoking drugs and drinking and partying and everything. So I was 14 years old. Uh, trying drugs for the first time at that age. So, um, yeah, that kind of continued for like three years. I just party hopped and just started just to, to think about friends. So how did the change start? How did things start to turn around for you? All through this time, I was still going to church. And, and this is one of the things that gets me now, because eh? people talk about the hypocrisy in, in churches and they're like, oh, you know, these people think they're so good. And I'm very passionate about not having that hypocrisy now in my life. But um, I was still doing all this stuff on Saturday night and Friday night and showing up to church on Sunday morning, you know, so pretending like everything's normal. But people knew, people who knew me at the church knew. Um, but the church I was at at the time didn't really... They were like, oh, well, that's whatever. He, he wants to ruin his life. He can do that. Didn't really care. And I was like, whatever, they're all losers anyway. Uh, but mum and dad made me change church because they were moving and they were like, well, we're not taking you to that place anymore. I was like, I don't really care. But uh, there was someone there who just started taking an interest in my life and um, they just kind of called me and invited me to this youth group event and I was like, oh, that sounds lame, but I've got nothing better to do, so whatever. And we just kind of got talking and um, for some reason I could just talk to this person, could just relate to this person and uh, that person I suppose really helped me um, work through a lot of who I was as well and, and helped me discover who I wanted to be. Later on in life, I actually ended up marrying that person, eh? Like she, we didn't know that at the time. Maybe she did. Maybe it was all her ploy just so she could, you know, it wouldn't surprise me, you know. But uh, (laughs) um, yeah, we. I remember her talking to me one night on the phone and saying, um, I want to become a full-on Christian, you know. She had been, she had a similar experience growing up in the church but never really made a decision. And I remember it was like I could see these words written in front of my face. I remember I was sitting on the chair next to my bed talking to, talking to her on the phone and I could see the words, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just, will forgive your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And I literally thought to myself, uh, I won't say the actual word, but I literally thought to myself, I've tried everything else, I'm going to give this thing a go. And I just spent the next two hours just giving it a go. I'm like, I've tried the drugs, I've tried all that stuff, and you know what, it's empty. I'd still cry myself to sleep some nights. So I, um, I ended up spending the next two hours just telling God what I really thought of him. And uh, there were many beeped out words in that conversation, 
But um, I was real with him for the first time in my life and I was honest with him for the first time in my life. And by the time I was finished, I can't describe it, but for the, for the first time in my life, I felt truly complete. You know, like everything inside of me was like complete and, and satisfied and um, I felt so burden-free. I, I felt like I was like levitating on my bed almost, you know, and so it was the most incredible feeling and uh, I... And I think the only way to get that is to be real and honest with God. And that's why I encourage, it doesn't matter if they've grown up in church or they've never been to church, be real and honest with God and you'd be surprised at what happens. So what does life look like for you these days? Well, I was full on when I was on drugs and when I became a Christian, I was like, mate, it's all or nothing. You know, I want to be, I want to be full on. It's not like I walk around telling everyone, hey, I'm a Christian, look at me, or I walk around and and try and preach on the street corners. I just live every moment out as though God's standing right next to me because for me, the reality is he is. And uh, I've been working with the Salvation Army for about five years now in a number of different roles. Started off working uh, with a good friend of mine, Paul Murgard, and uh, we were taking people overseas on short-term mission trips and... um, it was incredible, hey, get to see the world and, and to see all these different expressions of, of what it means to be a Christian and what it means to, to, to love Jesus. And then I was working for the youth team and now I'm working in Queensland, in Ipswich in Queensland, where we're working with Indigenous people. It's incredible when you, you live a genuine faith and you say, I am who I am and God loves me and accepts me right now as I am and he uses me right now as I am. I don't have to be the holiest person. I just have to give every moment to him and trust that he utterly loves me every moment of my day and and I don't know that's the kind of person that I am now I suppose